Welcome, welcome. I'm going to go over a couple things that I think that'll help a lot of my listeners. Kind of go over some triggers that I had during Christmas. Anybody want to hear about those? All right. First of all and foremost, those of you that are listening on a podcast or wherever you're watching me, will you please take a screenshot and share me on your social stories and just tag me so we can follow you and we can spread the word because I want more of your friends to know who I am because I know you, you follow me. It's kind of a you know, like attracts like thing. And I just want to give this a try. You know, I've always done the typical regular marketing where you like pay for advertising. But I was like, let's just go with the idea of asking them to share because I share like people that help me. I mean, I share their shit, you know. Also, one of my triggers that happened was Christmas Eve. Then, you know, leading up to Christmas, I could not go to sleep on time to save my life. And I think that it was just this energy. You know, we talk about December every year energetically and like, it's just a very stressful time of the year. And it's, it's equal to the joy, you know, and the last thing that we covered about, you know, the most wonderful time of the year, but it's also the most depressing time of the year. Fact, facts, you know, suicide is the highest. Like we went over that. Y'all know me too. I'm like, I'm, I'm usually a pretty, you know, go to bed early, wake up early kind of gal. And I was struggling to go to sleep and wake up on time. It was just, ugh. anyway, I was off my schedule and on Christmas Eve night, I had been shopping all day long. It was good stress. I didn't feel, you know, like a bad stress and fearful. It was just stressful because I wanted things to look a certain way and I wanted things to happen a certain way and all that stuff. And I noticed in videos that I was just ticking so much and I was, I cried and I told Skip, I was like, I just, oh, I just don't want to do that. I mean, I've had ticks my whole life, but not as bad as they get sometimes um, lately. And I was just reading about it, and they are correlated with ADHD and ADD, and they can be worse with medication. And, you know, I got back on um, Adderall during Q4 because, I mean, fuck. I mean, just like yesterday with my tax information and diagnosing constraints. I mean, all this shit that I don't don't like to do at all. I guess it's not going to get done. And then that affects my self-esteem, and then it's not good. And, um... You know, I've gone to the brain doctors and the best brain doctors out there. They're like, you need it. And there's nothing wrong with it and all this stuff. And I get it, but I've gone long periods of time without it too. And so just me learning how to use the medication properly and like not judge myself for it and be like, look, you don't need it all the time. It's like a Motrin. You know what I mean? Um, So there there you go. So not abusing it, not not using it all the time. It just means right now, not forever. And and seriously, some days, you know, the other day I just didn't take any. And so there's that. But I did notice that my ticks were way worse when I was really tired, when I was really stressed out, and I was on my meds. Um, so there was that one. And maybe there's something that I can explore with my energy gal too. So if you're like me um, and you don't like it, look, you're not alone. You're not alone. So there was that one. I got triggered. It says here like Grady trigger, but really it was Waylon. You know, our kids are just healers. Like our kids come in just light beings, light bodies, and we fuck them up because we feed off them. We use them to make us feel good, to make us feel like we've done something to provide good feelings for us. And we don't see them as a real person. And you're probably like, not me. But as you know, like the work that we do in Hot Moms is pretty much teaching women to get what they want. But more importantly, like the low key, like subconscious thing that I do in Hot Moms is to help women not be toxic and give their kids a better mother. Because if you run around and you are always in a rush, if you're always busy, if you're never happy with your body, if you're always struggling with something, all those things 
caused us to emotionally neglect our kids. And a lot of women, are, they're not going to like to hear that, but it's, it's the truth. It's the scientifically proven psychology. You know, you can't give them something that you ain't got, baby. I don't care how much you say you love them. If you run around all day, you're not happy with X, Y, and Z, and you don't have a solid inner game, you're pouring from an empty cup and it's like sour milk. I teach women how to not be toxic and love themselves more. And then that's why their whole life changes and they're better moms and they're better spouses because they're a better person. And so I was very narcissistic starting out before I got into any of this. And I still have these, I still grow. I mean, I'm going to grow until I die. I'm not perfect by any means. So my thing is I just share with women like, hey, here's what's happened to me. Here's what's helped. And I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars in personal growth and healers and all this shit. And none, none of that really helped me like addressing things the way I do here in Hot Moms helps me. So, yeah, um. Anyway, so Christmas Eve night, I had to do, if you watch my Instagram stories, I had a flower arrangement. And now I will fucking get a florist to do it. I don't know. I put the tablescape together like literally the day before. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to do it. And yeah, I'll do it if they've got something at Z Gallery, you know, whatever. And so I, I ran around. They didn't have the greenery that I want. Nobody, everybody was sold out of everything, of course, because I waited to the last minute. I mean, whatever. And so I made it myself, which was cool because I, it was creative. It was artistic. It challenged me, which I like. And now there's just a whole new thing. I'm like, okay, because I really do want to learn how to get roses and flowers and like make them look really pretty, like the little balls and put them places because I feel fancy. And 2021 really has inspired me to just eat up beauty, you know, and thankful for thank, thank you to the women in my life, the, the women mentors, um, the Cat Ruth, the Amanda Francis, the Melanie and Lair, you know, they are just really big on the beauty of life. And that sounds really corny. And if I heard myself saying this 10 years ago, I would be like, turn this bitch off. But ultimately, like, I like pretty things, you know, and I didn't allow myself to like pretty things a long time ago. I remember, I mean, you've watched my shit, like, I wouldn't allow myself to buy a used piece of furniture on Craigslist because I was good without it. I was making do work using a plastic <clears throat> thing from Walmart. I'm not shitting you all the way to now where I want really nice stuff. You know, let's go, you know, for me, like it'd be like if it's from restor restoration hardware, if it's from the pottery barn, if it's from wherever I want it because it's beautiful. Um, I want things to look pretty. And so it's really made a difference in my life. And two, it's a way that I show love to myself. Um, that's why right now I'm really, y'all know this, like we've been in this apartment too fucking long and it's just really, really pressing on me to get out. Like, so got to make that happen in the next, in the next year, months, because we're in South Florida, real estate here, like literally it's like California now. When we moved here in 2020, right after the, well, right before we moved here before 2020 shitstorm happened and this place we were going to get uh on the key siesta key had a little putt putt thing outside a pool freshly renovated the inside looked like it was a three million dollar kitchen uh really nice a three or four bedroom you know and it was 3500 a month for rent and that's really good right here i was i was happy with that even though three grand 3500 was more than i'd ever like 1900 was the most I've ever paid for rent. So 3000 3500 was a big leap for me, but it felt really good because I'm working on my money mindset, which we're going to talk about today too. But it was like 3500 Dude, after 2020 rolled in, the same fucking house is like seven grand. 
which is fine. I will rise to the occasion, but I'm just giving you an example of where real estate is. You know, I've got a lot of friends in real estate and they're just like, dude, it is crazy sick. People are coming in from New York, Boston, because you know, everybody wants to move to Florida um, and Texas, but everybody moving here, like from New York and shit, or just people with money are, are cash, like giving, you know, 300, 400,000 above asking price and all cash. So yeah, I got to get my money game up. Right. And I, and I have this, this block around buying a house. I feel like, dude, if I'm going to put down fucking 60, a hundred, 200, $300,000 on a, on a fucking house, I would put that into an investment, but that goes back to, Oh, Casey. So what you think money runs out and you think, no, no, no. So I'm working on all that. And then last night, my guides had the audacity to give me a fucking dream of a $5 million house on the beach. I'm like, and I, in the dream, I was like, well, why would you show me this? If I what, what? And they're telling me now, like, bitch, you wanted this house, but you need this house. So do whatever you need to do to rearrange, to calibrate to this fucking house. So cried this morning in the gym. We're going to get there. So yeah, uh, super vivid dreams lately. How about you? And I remember my dream going, but there's no house like this in Siesta because if you know Siesta, it's built weird. It's not like, you know, where I'm used to like the Emerald Coast of like Panama, fucking City, man, Redneck, Riviera, and 30A and all that shit. You know, you can get places around the beach, but these houses were on the beach, the water coming in, almost like longboat, but the beach of Siesta is white. When you got Key, right, where there's beach front in the front and the fucking canal dock in the back, which is great. I think, um, what's his name? Steven Spielberg has a house on Casey Key. Is that his name? Steven Spielberg, maybe? Stephen King? One of those guys. One of those guys that writes creepy movies. But, so I, I remember my dream thinking, why would you show me this, first of all? Because I still had like this unworthiness feeling. And I was like, okay, fine. Some work, some stuff to work through. Because I could feel into the three milli. But now you're showing me five. Like, come on, guys. I'm still in the apartment. Like, what are you doing to me? And then I was like, but it's not even on Siesta. Like, where is this in Siesta? And they told me like, you don't understand things are going to magically happen. I'm like, okay, I can't make this shit up y'all. Anyway, so if you have dreams like that, you're not crazy. Um, all right. So with Waylon, my trigger was, I was, I was kind of stressed out doing all the flower arrangement shit. He wanted to clip because for the arrangement that I was doing, I clip the rose stems, I guess you call them like the shit hanging off the rose, you know, like the, the leaves. And so he goes, well, can I clip them? And I'm like, yeah. And I honestly, for a second, thought, I was like, oh, fuck. He's going to cut the goddamn roses. You know, you know. I mean, he's five, whatever. And I let him get up there. And I just, he went to do something. And I flipped out. I was like, no, no, my God, did it like that. And then he looked at me. Thank God I've raised him this way. And he goes, uh-uh, I didn't cut it. Look, look right here. I did not cut that. And, I, and so luckily he didn't like cower down. And I said, okay. Okay, and Skip right away. Skip was standing over. He goes, "Casey, breathe," and I, and I did because I knew that it it I knew that I was reacting like my mother used to treat me. She didn't want me in the kitchen. She didn't want me bothering her because she could just do it faster. And of course, here I come, a kid that was going to take her time away and her focus away, and blah 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 blah. So that kind of triggered me, and I told him I was sorry later on, and we talked about it, and I told him why I did that, and uh. I think that all of us, you know, we have those moments of vulnerability. And when we flip out or whatever, don't try not to do it all the time. I mean, if you constantly do it like a Catholic person where you're just always going in and like doing the same fucking sin over and over and just repenting, come on. But little things like that, um, definitely tell your kid that, you, that you're sorry and tell them that it's not their fault and you messed up. Like, just tell them you're sorry. And that's what I did. So that happened. Um Oh, dude. So this came up too. So Christmas. And let me know if you if you feel the same way. So then I noticed like all these triggers came up around the holidays and y'all know me, like my family, 
used to. I mean, I'm so up my family's ass, was so up my family's ass. And because it felt good, it felt good to be around them and like see them happy. And I knew I was making them happy by being there. And just like it felt good. Well, I was really brainwashed, like really, really brainwashed, really, 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 really brainwashed. And so last year, I got out my journals last night. If you followed Instagram, all those journals that I had, dude, last year in 2020, December was when I did that energy work on the beach to cut cords with my dad and the, and he had a like heart attack right after you remember that. And we were always talking about, I talk about this with my girls and the group. When we try to cut cords with people energetically, they feel it. They're going to do something to try to come back in. They don't know what they're doing, but yeah. And so that happened and all this other shit. And so dad would get sick to get attention and all this stuff and call us back in unintentionally. He would absolutely deny it, whatever, but it's energetically kind of a thing that's happening. And really it is almost like the source that, was feeding them is pulled away and they wither away. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, did my dad love me? Absolutely, man. I mean, it's like we can connect. Motherfucker's hilarious. Like, I appreciate him. I appreciate everybody that's ever I've ever had run-ins with because it taught me something. But um, I just really want to holler at them right now and be like, shut up, but I'm not going to do it. Um, but anyway, like my, it's not like uh, I have this Taylor Swift vibe about my dad. It's not like that. It's not like that. But I'm just telling you, like, the other side of the coin. So this year, I, I kind of got to a place of, of deeper healing. It got brought up like when I was doing the um, sac- cranial sacral work, really brought up some more stuff where I realized how bad I was brainwashed by my father. And, you know, he meant well and all this stuff. But dude, it, it's almost like when I had my kid, my first kid, and saw what a true mother's love felt like. And then I could look at my mom and go, you are a piece of shit. Like, really? This is what kids are like? And you did that? Holy fuck, I have no time for you by. You know what I mean? So now that um, I process like this other stuff with my dad and realizing like, holy shit, like that was pretty twisted. You know, that was pretty twisted. Like the meme like this, like pretty twisted. And so I just backed away again and Skip had to talk to him because they flipped out and said, I just need to get over it and all this stuff, which solidified that I really need to fucking not do anything right now. Long story short, this was the first holiday that I did not even talk to them. And usually I didn't even, even if I didn't talk to them, I'd get them gifts. And so subconsciously, there was so much guilt, y'all. I was having fucking nightmares about my grandmother at my mama, which is like one of the, she was so, such a strong woman, tons of great qualities. Mama was the first person in my life that showed me that I deserve nice things. Cause you know, like buying, want my mom to buy me something from Abercrombie or anything. I, they wouldn't, it, it, it came with a fight or cost too much. Or are you kidding me? Or ask your grandparents, like, absolutely not. But mama, like, and you would hear about it. If, if they bought me something, it came with a price tag, baby. It all literally guides gave me this um, thing when I was in a meditation where gifts around the Christmas tree came with anchors on it. That if that was what it felt like getting gifts from my mom and her, her mom and, and people and my dad uh, growing up, it's like they, it's like my car, when he, when he gave me my car, well, if I fucked up, he'd take my car away. So everything came with a price tag with him. Mama was different. Mama would be like, we'd get up there to the counter and I always felt like she had money for some reason. And I, I don't know why. And uh, we get up to the counter. I think y'all heard the story. And I'd be like, I don't know if she's going to buy these. You know, these jeans are fucking $70. And she'd go put her hand on her hip and be like, well, do you need it? Because, and she goes, well, you need nice stuff. So she was like, she really did a lot for me. You know what I'm saying? But there's a lot there that she has never unpacked. So she is a very strong woman. Her heart is just so, a lot of stuff happened. She felt so guilty for any bad thing that happened. She felt guilty for which what happens when you do things out of guilt, it all turns sour. 
And so because she felt guilty for everything, she ended up like taking care of my brother. It's just all codependent. It's all just so toxic up there and they can't see the forest for the trees and they're on, on suffering and all this shit. And it was like walking on eggshells around her. Like even as a kid, you, you just kind of walked on eggshells with her. You were very scared for her to get angry. Very, very scared. Not that she would beat you. She never even put her hands on me. Um, just like you just did not want to fucking piss her off. You did not want to fucking talk to her before she had coffee. Just, you didn't, you know what I mean? And so that was very stressful for a kid. It's very, very stressful for a kid like, like us, you know? Um, so my nightmares were literally her and me feeling like, (laughs) like in my dreams, because I just didn't want to fucking piss her off. I'm like, holy shit. It's showing me so much of the burden that I had to carry as a kid. And now we're not going like, woe is me, but now we do need to process the grief and the sadness and whatever, sure, in our downtime. But there's also a flip side to that. What did they help you do? How can we be thankful for where it's at and how can we learn from it and not and not, and not not still be in that energy? Period. End of story, right? So that kind of came through. And then I realized on Christmas, I told Skip, I was like, dude, do you feel like, you know, when you figure out somebody's a phony, you're like, what a phony fucking bitch sitting there just acting this certain way and you phony as hell. So Christmas around my family, like literally it was hell every other day and month, always bitching and fighting, fighting about money, living in scarcity, lots of yelling, lots of fighting, family drama. Is is he mad at her today? Is he not talking to them? Because we lived on a hill. We, My family is like a compound. Fuck this person lived here and they all lived off, you know, each other's property and shit. And there you could just drive to everybody's house. So who was mad at who, who was talking about who it was fucking Jesus. And then here come Christmas and everybody puts on their nice clothes and acts like everything's fucking un- okay and good. I don't know. I, all of a sudden this year, I was like, fuck that. I've got a problem with that because, oh no, if we're going to be dysfunctional, we're going to be dysfunctional. Like, why can't we just be like Italians and it's just right there out in the open? No, we come from Southern Baptists where everybody like talks shit about each other behind your back. And then too, the holidays were like, everybody gets drunk. And then if that we went over to Nanny's house, they were all drunk. Dad hated to go to her family because if you, if you've got that, like where the, where the husband hates her family and she hates his family, the kids are right in the middle because that's Graham Graham or whatever. So there was all this shit. And then... I believed in Santa Claus, okay? I was one of those dumbasses. If you believed in Santa, we were once a dumbass. Our parents, shame on them for lying to us. But anyway, it was okay. I know they did it out of love. My mom, y'all know I talked about this before, and bless her heart, she lives on Xanax and anything, just get comatose, alcoholic. Like, growing up with her, just like a fire drill, everything's in a rush. There was no motherly nurturing calmness to my mother at all. So Santa Claus, baby, it was like a fucking militant, in the bed. Hold on, Santa Claus is coming. Not to mention being a kid thinking, is there really this motherfucking man that's going to be on my roof? Am I going to miss the fucking hooves on my roof? And if I wake up, will I get any fucking gifts? Oh my God, is he here? So much fucking anxiety around this fucking man that's supposed to come to my house. And now y'all are showing me like Glenn Burns on Channel 2 Action News, Shay, like the damn, the damn radar that he's coming. They're like, oh fuck, go to sleep. And I'm like, I'm trying to go to sleep, but I can't go to sleep because you're so excited. Y'all, that was too much for me. My little nervous system just couldn't handle that. I just was realizing all that. And then like my parents, look what they go through on Christmas, man. Dude, when your kids believe in Santa, you got to lie to them. That takes energy. Then you got to put shit together all night. You don't go to sleep till late. You're half drunk from the party. 
And then your kids wake you up at the ass crack of dawn. You don't get any sleep and you're supposed to be happy. Oh my God, no. And then like, what if you're having money trouble? Now you feel guilt because you didn't get them what they want because my parents went through that some years and some years I got good shit. And some years my dad, like when he got me a fucking gun, he was like, oh, that's a good rifle. And I'm like, I don't want a fucking rifle. What? But then he got me a four wheeler. So we're, we're cool. But you know, just Christmas, man. Fuck. It was like bittersweet. So yeah, when I did things my way this Christmas, I'm like, you know what? Our kids... They're, we're going to do Hanukkah this way because we ain't even Jewish, but why not? Christmas was so stupid because I don't want to get like, there is such a letdown. All this thing and then this one day's over and now you're so sad the day's going to end. Fuck that. Christmas is actually 12 days. Did you know that? Did you know it begins on Christmas Day and it's over in like January 6th? Go look it up. Christmas. We're still in Christmas right now. Where was that when I was growing up? Why can't we do 12 days of Christmas and open gifts one each every day? Oh yeah, because y'all got to act like you like each other for 12 days. So, you know, I just had this little chip on my shoulder. We're getting over it. But um, I was just like, Christmas is going to be this way. I'm just going to have a good time. Make sure everybody, like, we're just going to be chill, man. Like, how can we enjoy the season? And we went to the movies that day. Great movie. Sing to. Um, we had a beautiful dinner that I did not have to prepare. I just heated up. It was from Whole Foods. Because I've lived that life trying to do the most, you know, and trying to cook all the food and host everything to be like, look what I did. Look at my beautiful place setting. Look at my beautiful home. I've done that. Wasn't that fun? It was exhausting. I just wanted to enjoy it. You know, uh, I'm getting older. I think I'll be 36 this year. I mean, I could die this year. I could die. I want to fucking enjoy it. I don't want to do the same thing as I've done. You know what I mean? So, yeah, fuck tradition, you know? So that's the kind of thing that was going through my mind. Skip said he kind of agreed with me. He went kind of the same through the same thing. And his parents, his story is hilarious. It's sad, some of it, but hilarious. Because it's just like parents try to be trying so hard, y'all. And it's just like, don't try. Just love yourself. And that's all your kids need. Because when you love yourself, dude, you're going to extend that love to them. And and then it's about like, hey, what do y'all want to do? You're not trying to keep up with like, oh, the magic and the belief and whatever. Well, what's actually happening? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just that, that was just me. And now to end this call... We're going to get into something really good. I had a gal come in and she told me that I could share her story. I'm not going to mention her name. So, you know, we get uh, leads come in from my ads. I, I create ads and they bring in people that resonate with my message and or my crazy ass energy. And they're like, oh, my God, you can show me how to do this without working hard. And I'm in. Well, this one lady um, reached out. What was it? Let's see. Let's, I, oh, she didn't book a call. And so I was like, Hey, cause seriously, I, I want to know, like, is there something wrong with my application? Is there, or, or, or like, I, I need to know why people aren't booking so that I can make it easier for them to book so that I can maybe answer some questions before they book, maybe ease some fear before that, you know, whatever. And so some women, most of them are like, Oh my God, I just forgot. Thank you. You know, hello. We're just women. But this one was like, yeah, I think, she, what was it? She just, what was it? I can't remember exactly, like, her comeback. Uh, but to shorten it, she just had anxiety and got triggered because she was worried that we would try to sell her something. She was worried that she couldn't afford it. That was, like, the number two things. Oh, yeah, Nicole ended up doing a 15-minute chat because well, I said, oh, I said, um, well, look, I understand. However... You came in for this reason, and I looked at her app, and there was obvious stuff we could clearly help with, even with some free resources, you know, or like $10 Elevate. And uh, I was like, well, I know we can help you, even if, like, we don't sell you anything, there's a resource, or at least we can point you in the right direction. Just hop on this 15-minute call, 
Nicole can fill you out and, and get you in the right direction, even if it's a food test, whatever. Okay, she gets on the call. Well, that's what it was. Is She um, said that she got so triggered because she'll all her feed, her, her Facebook feed is nothing but coaches, you know, trying to sell her something. This was her words. And I have a great way, a different way of seeing things that hopefully maybe you can talk to some of you, listen to this. She goes, I just... um. You know, the get up and go that you have, I, I actually have a profession. I do this, this, and that. And the get up and go that you have, I just don't seem to have. And I'm ready to go deeper and clear some of my blocks and all that stuff. Okay, got it. And then she had the, the trigger. She didn't see it this way. This was her very good valid reason for not ta- taking action was because of this fear of spending money. And we got down to it because I said, all right. Where does this come from with you getting triggered by watching coaches? Because my feed's filled with the same coaches. And I see it as inspirational. I see it as, ooh, let me see how they're doing it. Ooh, just seeing what's in the market, you know. What pop shit are they they throwing, you know. Um, and then also, like, look at you, girl. I recognize it because I know what it takes to be there. And I know that they're spending money. And I know that they're helping people. And I know, they've, I know they're doing it, you know. I don't get triggered and like, oh, I don't want to be sold to. I don't, that's not what I think about when I see ads. My life has changed in very positive ways. Thank God people ran ads. Thank God Dan Henry ran an ad. Thank God Amanda Francis, Kat Ruth, Mel Lair promoted themselves. Praise the Jesuses and the gods and the universe, you know? So I like advertising. And so I asked her, I was like, well, where did this come from? Well, she's never getting to get all this stuff and those money. So I said, okay, okay, okay. So is it fair to say that money is your block? If you just had more income and more money that you wouldn't feel this way. Maybe, you know, maybe. And so for those of you that may be too scared to take action and while you've got all these things in your head of why, You have a damn good idea of why you're not taking action. That's your fucking block. Next one was a lady that come through, booked a call, clearly on her app, all things we can help with. We ask her, why she, uh, are you doing the call? I need to cancel because I'm not into law of attraction. And I was like, and there's her block. She is not into mindset. She's not into anything mindset or emotional. There's your block. How do fucking people not see this? I, I really want to know. Those of you watching this, how is it brainwashed? Are they are are we brainwashed? Because I was brainwashed when I couldn't see the f- forest for the fucking trees. Like I was totally brainwashed. Totally. Like, hey, it's not supposed to feel good. Usually, if it's there's some weight to it, it's gonna feel kind of like resistant. Danny said, I used to be around people who'd respond that way. I had to get away from them. That's their block, not mine. Yeah. Yeah, if they choose to stay in it, you have to remove yourself from them because they're they're toxic. They're drainers. They're energy suckers, especially the ones that don't want to pay for anything. Guess what those people are? They'll take, 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 as long as you'll fucking sit there and let them <gasps> suck off of you. So, yeah, if you don't want to be that person... Recognize your shit and take action. Even if it doesn't seem possible. How can I take action? That's the question you need to have. 
She said, yeah, they're brainwashed. Yeah. Yeah, we've all been brainwashed. You know, I'm brainwashed right now. It's why we don't have our $5 million house right now, Danny, because we're brainwashed. And we are unbrainwashing ourselves as we speak. We are unbrainwashing ourselves every day. We do this work. Just like tonight, I will do the work on the $5 million house. You can do the work on the weight stuff, on the hormone stuff, on the whatever stuff. So that's what I wanted to share. Um, what we have coming down the pipes, you're going to get an email from me. You're going to see it in here. You're going to get a text from me. Drop the motherfucking weight loss struggle. I'm launching. I've got an early bird special. It's going to be extra discount. And I'm throwing in a workout. So I'm going to throw in a workout that we use in the mastermind that helps women balance their hormones and shred some fat. And dropping the weight loss struggle is that mindset thing. It's that brain. You, you have been brainwashed. Like if you are struggling with your fucking weight, with your hormones, with your energy, with your motivation, you have been brainwashed. You know, I use Stephanie as an example. If you, she, her, The women in her family were like, oh, honey, just don't even worry about your thighs. I mean, our women, we have bigger thighs. We ain't going to be no skinny girl. Just that's who we are. Well, Stephanie wasn't buying that fucking lie. She knew that that was just conditioning and stories that her moms and aunts and aunties and all that have had, had accepted as the truth. We always have a choice. No matter how shitty our situation seems, no matter how sick you seem, no matter how many things you've tried, baby, you ain't tried this. You haven't. Oh, I've done Reiki. I didn't say this was right. This is not Reiki. Your parents, I said, you're probably doing some of the same things. You're probably even working some of the same jobs because your parents kind of like brainwashed your ass into thinking that. I mean, we're in like this brainwashing state, hypnotic state until we're like seven or nine. I can't remember which one is seven, maybe. Meaning our parents, our caregivers, our media, everything, whatever we see is our truth. It's our story. And unfortunately, a lot of us go to the grave with that same programming. It's like a computer system never getting debugged and upgraded. You just run with that same programming. That's why you're kind of like following your parents' footsteps, same kids, divorce at the same time, live on the same property, have the same dreams. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine if you want to do that. But if you're struggling with your weight and you keep struggling and you yo-yo and all that, dude, not until you address the mentality part of it, the mindset, the emotional part of it, it's all connected. And it's not law of attraction. You know, you could sit here all day and go, I am 140. I am 140. I am 140. It ain't going to work. There's so much in between. Drop the motherfucking weight loss struggle. And it was, it was actually um, modeled. I got the idea. Amanda has it for money. She has one called drop the motherfucking money struggle. And we were working in hot moms and I was helping the ladies and they just, they were getting breakthroughs and all this stuff. But I was asking for inspired action one day and this came through that title, like drop the motherfucking weight struggle. And I'm like, I've never taught what I teach and I've never taught this in this form of like how to address your main issue with weight, hormones or motivation and literally find out if you've been brainwashed, how you've been brainwashed, what is the story, recreating a story and like how to embody that even when it's not even like in the reality, you know, and, and just really how to not go backwards and just all that. And so we put it together and I did it with the ladies and it was really successful. It was really successful. So that's dropped the weight loss struggle. And I've used, I used like what I knew over the past fucking 13 years and thousands of bodies that I've worked with, including myself and just put it in there. So drop the motherfucking weight loss struggle. We're going to launch it. Um, probably get the email tonight or tomorrow. Early bird special and paid in full gets the workout. Um, we are going to have payments, so like really affordable payments for people. 
Um, but yet, no matter what kind of diet you're doing, even if you're not working with us, highly recommend doing drop the motherfucking weight loss struggle just with whatever you're doing. That's going to make it work. She goes, I saw Amanda today. Yeah, I just love her work. I absolutely love her work. I'm an affiliate for her. I need to share that. Y'all doing this weight loss thing because it's coming up on January and I just really don't want you to do the same shit you've always done. You know, January and starting at a gym and starting this, it's not, it's, you're going to waste your money. You're going to waste and you're going to feel like shit. Don't do it. Spend the time and money. Listen to it while you drive and, and do this, get this right. Dude, you're golden. Cause now your actions, you know, thoughts create actions. So you change what's here everything else changes. This is it. I've got a free training, caseyship.com forward slash register. Be sure to grab that and then join my free Facebook group and just reach out. Struggle is not required. So hit me up caseyship.com forward slash register. Talk to you soon.